Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. Seeking the truth, exposing the lies. Remember, together, we are unstoppable. Keep on digging. So what's going on with you, man? How are you doing? Not a lot. Not a lot. I'm doing all right. So uh, when it comes to, like, even, like, the debate with, like, what we're talking about, like, the show coming up with Eric... Um, what are some of the stuff that you're kind of wanting to touch on? Because I remember you were talking about like the CIA and shit like that. Yeah, I've been watching some programs about, you know, how, how the CIA is basically in bed with the mafia. I watched one the other night. There was the biggest scandal at the time in U.S. history was the savings and loan scandal of the late 80s, early 90s. I yeah. just watched this program about it. And the CIA basically purposely tanked something like 27 savings and loans because they were backed by taxpayer backed backed by us bonds which is taxpayer money basically so yeah. they knew they could destroy the savings and loan make off with the money and the taxpayers would be left with the bag with the debt and that's exactly what happened and the guy uh that was speaking on it was saying that uh it, it, it led to a perpetual debt of 25 to $30 billion a year for taxpayers forever in perpetuity. Yeah. Wait, and, what? And, and how much did they and take? They hundreds of billions of dollars. And they took the money to use for covert operations. So to directly go against Congress. And somehow we still allow the CIA to exist. I guess you can't stop it because look at Kennedy. Right. <laughs> Didn't work out so right. good. I didn't know that. That's insane. But it makes sense. Yeah, it's unbelievable. You know? And uh I mean they've been tied to drug smuggling over and over and over. You know, that's basically the crack epidemic was created by the CIA smuggling coke into this country. Oh yeah. And that's that's the reason the Vietnam War went on so long because they were smuggling heroin out of there. And then go figure, after our military arrived in Afghanistan, after then it became the leading producer of heroin. Huh. Funny that. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then they have the balls to talk about a war on drugs. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you right. talking about? And like they're defending democracy. No, they're not. They're subverting it. Yeah, exactly. So I had this hunch the other day. I just kind of had this epiphany. And I it was... Uh, it was about communism, like, because my whole life I've been told communism evil, communism evil. We got to do anything to stop it. Well, if it was so bad, wouldn't we let countries try it and decide that they don't like it? But no, any any time a country starts leading towards uh, communism, we send in assassins. If that doesn't work, we go to war with them. You know, it's crazy. Or, or we uh, put an embargo on them. Yeah, all of the above sometimes, right? So maybe it is the, the better way. And, you know, we're just trying to keep that secret a secret. Who knows? But um, one thing I learned was that the only place that's ever actually been real communism was a tiny little village in China. So it's it's never really been played out. Oh, they uh, they they actually did like the full version of Mar- what Marx talked about. huh? Yeah, but it was just a small village. Right. So. Right. So we've never seen it in a government, you know, and never seen a nation state attempt it. You know, people are so quick to be like, oh, look how socialism never works. Look at Venezuela. Look at, you know, 
Some people even say Nazi Germany. That wasn't socialism. That was a totalitarian state. You know, right. and Venezuela would be doing great if we didn't have, you know, embargoes on them for 20 years. Or uh, try to prop up uh, right wing guys that come in and try to, or when they do a coup or some shit like that, they love doing coups oh, yeah, in you South know, America. Yeah, that guy Juan Guaido, right? Um, they we appointed him president of Venezuela after um, the other guy, I forget his name, Morales, maybe. But after the the real president won an election, we put in this other guy. Oh no, no, we this guy really won. He didn't. He got one percent of the vote or something. And uh, the funniest thing recently. Uh, Biden has been negotiating, not with the puppet that we put in place, but with the real president. So there you go. So, yeah, it's all a house of cards. It's all about the money. Wait, why would he be negotiating with the real president if they didn't want him in? Because the the puppet doesn't have any power. That's fucking insane. Isn't that hilarious? That is hilarious. It's like the emperor is wearing no clothes and the clothes just came off. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Huh. But yeah, I mean, talk about like, you know, we point the finger at other governments for doing this kind of shit, but our government seized all of Venezuela's money and gave it to this guy, Juan Guaido. Billions of dollars. Like what? How do we have a right to do that? Right. It's unbelievable. You know? We're pointing like, oh, we got to defend democracy over here and over there. And we're never defending democracy. We're defending dollars. Right. It's all it, As it's all if it we is. have real democracy in our own country. That's another yeah. thing that's so fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's so oh, yeah. funny. It's so weird that, like, it's really weird to watch what people say, like the, the, the average person. Like, for example, like democracy, right? We, we all know and talk about all the time how um our our voting system is inherently corrupted and mm-hmm. or our political system is corrupted but then people turn around and say we have real democracy or, or also they'll turn around <laughs> you know what i mean when you start really critiquing it really truly critiquing right. it then it's also they'll turn around well, well wait 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 a minute i mean we have the most freedom in the world don't we like no not really i mean not really at all we were ranked like something like number 17 or 18 freest country in the world. So there's 17 or 18 countries that are doing well, better, way better than we are as far as that goes. Right. And then I always point out like, okay, what, what is freedom to you? And what is that? I mean, what, what does freedom look like in this country really? And it really means that you need to have money because otherwise you're just working for somebody. Yeah. You know, you know, if you're like a, a single white old male, you know, you got a lot of freedom. But if you're a pregnant woman, you don't have so much freedom, do you? There you go. Yeah. So on Pretty ironic. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you can pick any any example, like the drug laws. Really? We're free country? Oh, unless you get caught with a little bag of weed. Some states you could do, you know, serious time for that. Still, in this day and age, it's insanity. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and we're, we're talking about the oligarchs of uh, of Ukraine, right? We got to rein in the oligarchs. What about our oligarchs? There was just this thing that came out 
I think it was last year, the Pandora Papers. And it talks about how all the billionaires in this country uh, shield their money in offshore accounts so they don't have to pay taxes on their real wealth. Yeah. What about our oligarchs? How about oligarchs all over the world? How about we rein in corruption all over the world? Oh, no, we can't do that. Right. Just there. Just over there. It's It's so funny how all of a sudden they know what an oligarch is. But it's like... Here we're looking at them all the time. Like we're talking about them all the time. Uh, yeah. Amazon, Walmart, any of these, any of these people, and yeah. uh, but like somehow we just go about our daily life. But then they talk about like people in other countries. Well, you know, they they have to deal with oligarchs and a corrupt system. And they're like literally describing the same shit that's happening here. Yeah, <laughs> like <exactly>. what? <laughs> yeah, the Starbucks CEO bought his way into an election, even. <laughs> right the most disgusting display of uh anti-democracy was this last time when when bloomberg and um schultz got into the fucking race schultz at least yep. entered right away but like the fact that they were able to just like buy themselves in or like even with like trump doing it as well yeah it's such bullshit yeah, and we don't even have – we're not even in, in the top 10 fairest elections in the world, right? Like Venezuela was ranked by some some international body that, that studies this shit. They were ranked to have a more fair election than the United States. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take that, everybody that likes to use Venezuela as an example of anti-freedom. Yeah, Exactly. It's just what lens you're looking through. If you're listening to the corporate news, Venezuela bad. But you know why they're so bad, dude? Because they have a huge oil reserve. And we want that shit. Just like we wanted it from Iraq. We wanted it from Libya. We wanted it from Syria. Well, we want it from Venezuela, too. That's why they also try to argue against people nationalizing um, uh, industries like like that. Because uh, Mm -hmm. then they have more control over it and they're not easily uh, corrupted exactly you got it exactly that's why we're pointing the finger at china and russia right what have either one of those countries done to us nothing ever you know right and that's what i pointed out too is like something to think about it's like um just just something for people to think about is like what did russia do to us um like what did russia what kind of um what kind of uh threat did russia uh pose to us when they had the revolution and what did we have and what did we have to gain in in opposing them or supporting uh trying uh, supporting the white army to try and bring back the monarchy like make it make sense if we're supposedly for democracy why why are we doing that and why did we instantly go against communism against like the first major country that was uh, going to put in some form of it like instantly before it was even really created if you go back the u.s was already against communism yep so yeah and, so that, and, and you can't forget the point that the soviet union defeated the nazis yeah yeah but the the point I'm trying to make is that like before they could even make up like some propaganda against communism, they were already against it. So I I'm just like think I'm just wanting people to like really answer that for themselves. Like, why would mm-hmm. the U.S. be against something 
before like before all these stories came out about how how horrible communism is why would they be against it you know what i mean and that's a great point yeah my hunch is because we want mcdonald's and coca-cola to be able to go in there (laughs) (laughs) right yeah literally yeah yeah literally and then you were uh and then you were talking about yeah and then like how we frame everything like you were saying how the russians are the ones that really defeated the nazis and are really the reason why uh world war ii ended up the way it did was because of their sacrifice and uh that's not really told a lot of the time that's not told at all dude i mean nothing against the, the jews that died you know six million jews but 13 million russians died and uh and we tout D-Day as the battle that won it all. Bullshit. It was the it was the Russians on the front line against Germany, and they were starving to death. They were eating rats. Like they hunkered down and they defeated the, the Nazi army in the winter time. But it was brutal and they t- Right. And you could honestly pinpoint if they really wanted to pinpoint like a battle, it could be Stalingrad if they really want to like pinpoint like a turning point in the war. Thank you. That's uh, what I was trying to remember. Yeah. Yeah. They were literally making food. They, these, this like bread or whatever that was just made out. Of, they didn't even want to know it was, they just threw shit into a fucking oven or whatever the fuck they were making it from and just threw shit together. Like they weren't eating. <laughs> like food that human beings should be eating and um no. yeah and there's there's uh apparently there's still russian families that don't like to talk about it because there was a lot of cannibal cannibalism going on but hey man you do what you got to do to survive i i got i won't hold that against anybody right uh yeah like i mean what do you i mean what are you gonna say to uh, people that are in that position and they're uh, against against the 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 largest um largest army known to man uh put on one battlefield or whatever it was the the largest um it was the largest army on land that has ever existed like in a battlefield yeah. or something like that or whatever i don't know the nazi army you mean yeah 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 massive yep pretty crazy but yeah i never learned any of this stuff in school man that's all you know it's all reading and watching going down the youtube rabbit hole right i was fortunate enough to learn about the the russians and stuff but i didn't um i didn't fully grasp just like just the what they were up against and and fully grasp like the fact that like um hitler sent majority of the army um in their direction and um just how incredible it, it it was for them to be able to fight that off yeah truly yep down to the last man brutal brutal yeah and exactly like we got a bunch of movies about d-day and you know americans being worshipped when they come home from the war and everything but you never hear about the russian angle Right, because I mean that would go against uh, their their propaganda of trying to um, vilify Russia as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I learned through watching uh, Oliver Stone did this documentary series called "The Untold History of the United States," 
on Showtime. Yeah, yeah. It's like a 10, 10 part yeah. series. And he pointed out in that, and it's based on a book that this guy wrote about the, the whole thing. He pointed out that, uh, the only reason we dropped the atom bomb was to intimidate Russia, that the Japanese were two weeks away from surrender. And we knew that because we'd intercepted their transmissions. Um, but we basically dropped two nukes. And not only did we drop two nukes, we did it on a civilian population. We destroyed two whole cities. Right. So any any time that like, oh, we got to go defend the people of we got to go defend the people of I'm just like, eat a dick. We don't care about people. Look what we did. Look what we did. Right. right. I'm so glad that you brought that up, because every time I bring that up, uh, people always try to go with the American talking point of like, oh, well, we needed to do it because the the Japanese were were going to go down to the last man and they were crazy and they were causing people and they were doing horrible things and how many American lives would have been lost. That's not why. We'd already burned a bunch of Japanese cities to the ground because they were all wooden buildings and we were dropping firebombs. So we'd already destroyed many cities, burned all the way to the ground. But then we wanted to test out, A, we wanted to test out the weapon and B, we wanted to intimidate the shit out of Russia. Right. Do like, you think that, we are. in your opinion, do you think if FDR uh, would have um, lasted, do you think he would have um, done that, or do you think he would have um, held on? I don't think music? he would have. I don't think he would have at all. Yeah, same. that's total. Just that's total. Just you know, me my thought. I have no evidence to back that up because you know it's a what if, right? But no, what's his name? Truman came in and he was a warmonger. I fucking can't stand Truman. He's a little fucking weasel. Yep. And he didn't deserve yeah, the then... fucking spot. And fucking Wallace that he took the the VP spot from, or more so the the fucking Democratic establishment took from him. Um, mm-hmm. That would have been that would have been amazing if he would have been VP when uh, Roosevelt died. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, Truman had the balls to like warn us about the military industrial complex after it was too late, after he basically created it. Right. <laughs> right. Like, well, thanks yeah. for that. All right. And then uh, and what pe- always confuses me. Go ahead. Okay. I was, I was just going to say for people do, who don't know what we're talking about that on, on that point, just just Google. um the milit- Truman warns of the military industrial complex. He gave a speech when he was leaving office that the biggest threat to democracy is the military industrial complex. And look at it now. It's incomprehensibly larger than when he was talking about it. Right. And then yeah. even Eisenhower yeah. uh, warned about it, too, when he left. And then uh, yeah. Kennedy talked about it and then he got killed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And Snowden talked about it and he's in hiding forever. Assange talked about it, and they're trying to kill him. Yeah, yep. and and they're doing this so publicly. It's like, and and people are just like will literally excuse it. They they call they there's still people that call Snowden like a traitor. Like they're like, oh yeah, he he exposed some some truths or whatever, and like it's crazy how much people are like programmed to like defend this this stuff that they normally would call out as like corrupt and and evil yeah if it was in another country my own mom calls snowden a traitor dude 
Like, <laughs> he's the ultimate patriot. He made the ultimate sacrifice. He knew he might go to jail for life and he was or be executed and he was still willing to do it. Right. Exactly. That's the ultimate hero. He did it for us. Right. He got nothing out of it. Yeah. And then, um, what was it? What was the other one that you named? Yeah, just like Assange and like all stuff, they see these these truths coming out, and it's like they literally just they're they're taught to ignore it. Like it's mm-hmm. like somehow they find a way to justify the truth that's brought out instead of being like, yeah. "Hey, this is fucked up. This is happening in our country." You know, how do we normally react to this situation? All right. You know, it's so crazy. Like. So not only is Assange in jail and and in hiding for exposing the war crimes of the U.S. military, but nobody that he exposed went to jail. All these murderers were allowed to stay free, but he's enemy number one. It's like George Orwell, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Black is white, up is down. Or I don't want to get, like, too far into it, but... um... Like, uh, there was a bunch of people that came out to, like, um, and I'm going to start sounding like those tinfoil hat people, but um, <laughs> there's a bunch of people that had curious deaths around the Clintons that, um, oh, yeah, that had, like, come out uh, saying uh, different things about, like, their dealings in the government and shit. Big time. There's a documentary called The Clinton Body Count, and, um, and just, just what, maybe two years ago, a year and a half, two years ago, I saw this report that one of the a Clinton Foundation employee was busted at the Haitian border trying to smuggle out 17 ch- kids, 17 Haitian kids, and they got busted for it. That's fucking weird. Yeah, that was way before Epstein. Go figure. Right, and yeah. then Bill Clinton is on the on the um, manifest uh, for that that plane going to Epstein Island. Yep, like twenty six times or something. Old pervy Bill. Yeah. Right, and he's on on record saying that he has a sex addiction. So that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, funny little side note: Bill Clinton stopped drug testing in the White House when he became president. <laughs> of course he huh. did right he loves his blow I'll tell you what <laughs> well I would have done the same thing on that one but you know. <laughs> right you gotta take care of your people right right and just and just personally be able to, to smoke and shit you know yep yeah, he inhaled once my ass. <laughs> or he did, I, didn't, didn't I, didn't, I didn't inhale. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> right, like who would do that, right? You'd, you'd go through the motions, but you wouldn't inhale? Come on. How stupid do you think we are? Just like at least kid thing. Like somehow it makes yeah. it better. Like, yeah, like let's say right. that weed is so horrible and stuff like that. Like, what what okay so you didn't inhale so that means you had the blunt in your hand you had the whatever in your hand and you're 
and you go to like suck it in and then because you blew it out somehow it's like takes away the the action right at least at least uh obama and i'm not an obama fan but at least he had the balls to say yeah i smoked a joint it wasn't really my thing right like who gives a shit and then like um uh, or it'd been like if he admitted to Monica instead of denying it right away, but he's just like, well, you know, I didn't finish, you know, so it, it, it doesn't really count. <laughs> like, I like to try to do a Bill Clinton impersonation, and my favorite one is, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I was just marinating my cigar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that, yeah, exactly. That like, just come clean. Dude. It was some like Nazi propagandist that said, "The bigger the lie, the better. People will believe any lie. The bigger the lie, the better, and you must repeat it often." Right. I think that was. I think that was Joseph Goebbels, it's minister true. of propaganda. Yeah. Cry, cry. It's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, look at our fucking media. You know? Yeah, yeah. They they repeat very simple things. They don't give you a lot of like um, detail. Um, yeah, I think I honestly think that we've perfected what that guy has talked about. What that guy talked about because we're able to do it in like a more advanced, like advanced way. Like we can do it on media and convince people that this is the news. Exactly. Never mind that none of these stations actually have a reporter on the ground anymore, right? Right. They just call. They just pay CIA people to come in as a quote-unquote uh, advisor or a specialist. Yeah, I mean they don't really need to do that with Fox, but I mean Fox plays along with whatever they they want. But like with CNN, I think is a more accurate uh, thing when it comes to that because like they try to present them to themselves as like real news. Yeah, and they're the furthest from it. I call CNN the CIA news network. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> like, it's true. It is. And, yeah, man. It's, and uh, it's did you know that MSNBC stands for Microsoft NBC? No, I didn't know that. I just learned that this year. So that's basically Microsoft propaganda. Is it really? That's the yeah. Totally. But it makes sense, right? And you'll never hear an anti-war message on any of those, right? Yeah, that's true. Shit, even the the quote-unquote progressive squad, AOC and all those poser traders, um, you know, they, they fake like they're progressives, but they all voted for sanctions on Russia and escalating the U.S. reaction to Russia. Like that's not right. pro peace. That's not progressive. That's just parroting what everybody else is saying. Holy shit! It's fucking Microsoft National Broadcasting Company. That's crazy. This whole time, right? this whole time, I had no fucking clue. Same. I just learned that this year. It's like what? But it makes sense then, right? Because them and CNN are just in lockstep. Might as well be the same station. Right, yeah, but no, just the fact that like Microsoft is is like has something to do with that, and it just kind of makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, but people think they're getting the news if they fucking watch those things. That just that's what cracks me up. They're, they'll point the finger at Fox News, 
like those other two are better. Like, yeah, Fox is absolutely crazy, but so are those, you know, those other two ones are complete bullshit propaganda too. Right. Right. I mean, like Fox is just like overtly obvious about it. And and then right. on top of it, they even have to like legally like distinguish themselves as entertainment, which is also funny that people still like will sort Fox sort source Fox at all. But um, and then with uh, CNN, it's like, well, you know, people that watch CNN um tend to be people that I feel like should have some kind of discernment, and like the information that they give you is so bare minimum at best it's like mm-hmm. it just they're just putting on a show to make it seem like they're really giving you anything exactly and um and about MSNBC like right Rachel Maddow was sued for um for misinformation and the judge overseeing the case his his uh, finding was well. Everybody knows that that's just an entertainment program. Everybody except all the people that watch it. <laughs> right, right, right. I call her Rachel Mad Cow because <laughs> it seems like she's got Mad Cow disease. She's insane in the membrane. She seems like she's always mad about something. Like, I know I'm mad all the time, but, like, she just seems like she's always mad about something. Yeah, and she always does this thing about, like, what if. Like, she did this thing about what if Russia cut off the gas supply? Our power could go out tomorrow. Like, are you kidding me, woman? Right, right. And, and she, she, like, and she, leans into the camera. <laughs> yeah. And then she was hyping up the whole Russiagate thing, even if it was after it was totally debunked and this this. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. If you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down, please do share with friends and on social media. Until next time, keep on digging for the truth.